Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It could be a New York Knicks fan. Uh, joining us now is a guy who covers the New York Knicks, who's kind enough to give us a couple of minutes here on the show. Our friend Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Welcome to ESPN Syracuse. Say hello to Etan Thomas. Gentlemen, what's going on? Etan, what's good, man? Oh, man, it's tough out here for us Knicks fans. I mean, I grew up a Knicks fan, you know what I mean? And I'm looking at everything. It's tough. Can you just help us out? What's going on? What? What? Just just give us some kind of something. Well, what's going on over there? Well, you know, I come from the Baptist church. So I, do you want me to give you an offering plate, pass it around the congregation? I mean, I, I don't know what you want. But, um... <laughs> but, 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 hey, man, if you watch the movie Coming to America, you remember that scene where they pass around the offering plate. Maybe there'll be a couple lumps of dollars to make some, some Knicks fans happy. I don't know, man, but... <laughs> Pretty rough these days. Being Listen, Arsenio the Hall can play for the Knicks if you really want him to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you, when so, you look so at the what New York- is the issue? What what is the issue there? Tell me, because everybody wants to know what's the main issue. Like, what is? You know, a lot of people say Dolan. You know, some people saying Mills. Some people saying the culture. Some people. What What is the issue over? I think it's 90s expectations in an almost 2020 uh, brave new world. Uh, let's start there. I think, you know, obviously for many people who are listening, the New York Knicks fired their head coach, David Fizdale, on Friday. Uh, replaced him with, you know, interim head coach uh, Mike Miller, not to be confused with NBA champion Mike Miller, the play with LeBron James in the Heat. Uh, when you look at the Knicks right now, David Fizdale was let go, but um, – Fisdale wasn't really the problem. I mean, you, you look at the team. He was brought in um, to pr- kind of be a miracle worker. Uh, to answer your question directly, many people blame Dolan. Um, but the thing <laughs> is, you look at Steve, you look at Steve Mills, um, a guy who's been around for many team presidents. I mean, I take it back to Donnie Walsh. I take it back to, you know, Phil Jackson. You know, you're in a situation where um, you're a savior and, and Dolan listens to you. But here's the thing. You're hiding from fans, you're hiding from media, 
So my question is, okay, so so what's next? You know, if you let if you let if you let Fisdale go and and who, who came after Mills came in, at what point do you hold him responsible? You know, it's an unfortunate situation. And then the other thing is, this summer was supposed to be the big sweepstakes. You didn't get KD. You didn't get Kyrie. Okay, so why do those guys get to stay? Yeah, but there's a couple of things to that. A lot of people thought that uh, Kevin Garnett uh, did not even consi- uh, Kevin Durant rather. Sorry, I got my Kevin's wrong. Um, <laughs> Kevin Kevin Durant never even considered New York. Kyrie Irving grew up a Nets fan. He he swears that he was going to the Nets all along. What about this idea that these basketball players of today's game are not stupid and they see the laughing stock that Dolan has created? And so they just know. And in an NBA salary cap era, there's nothing that New York can offer that any NBA player can't get elsewhere. What's your thought on that? Well, Brother Shades, I will tell you this. Um, KD <laughs> did consider the did consider uh, the Knicks. Uh, don't be fooled. Um, but when it came down to it, I, I had Kyrie on the button back in February. Grew up a Nets fan in New Jersey. Um, he was never, ever considering uh, the Knicks. I can tell you that those guys were having meetings um, back last summer. They went on vacation with their friends. I heard so much stuff after the fact. Went on vacation with their friends a year before or were discussing Brooklyn. Um, there was a thought in December that Kyrie would potentially stay um, with Boston, and he ended up, you know, going with his his his, his original thought uh, with Brooklyn. As as it relates to your question about these guys not having to go to a big city, I think LeBron James proved it when he returned back to Cleveland the second time. When he was drafted by Cleveland, and when he decided to take his town to South Beach, he brought Madison Avenue to him. The biggest difference now versus maybe the 90s um, is this. Um, Social media plays a big part in it, and these guys are brands even before they step foot on an NBA court. And AAU basketball predicates a lot of this stuff. When you look at uh, the NBA these days, um, these guys are friends. They're growing up in various cities or states, and, you know, they want to be where they want to go where the people are. And, uh, you know, in this case, their people are their friends, and I don't blame them. Um, I'll never forget uh, when I was in grad school, I did an independent study on, you know, players taking control of their destiny. And I interviewed Sonny Vaccaro. You know that name. And um, this was like in 2010. He said to me, a lot of these guys are learning from the Patrick Ewings, the Charles Barkleys of the world. And they don't want to be in a situation where they don't win championships. And so they're taking control of their destiny. Those words that LeBron uttered years ago, uh, this fall, I'm taking my talents too, changed the whole landscape of not just basketball, but sports, but sports at large. Hmm. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so if they're taking control, control of their destiny and you're going to New York, even if you were a fan and grew up watching the Nets play, we won't even deal with that part. But the Knicks is still the Mecca. It's still Madison Square Garden. I mean, we ain't going to treat the Knicks like they're just some Rudy Boot team or no, something like that. No, that's not what people still... think anymore. That, that, that's old. That's an old way of thinking, my friend. If I can interject for a second, I, 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 agree, I, I agree with you on that, but this is the difference. 
If you look at LeBron James back in 2010, uh, when he was even considering joining the Chicago Bulls, he would have joined Dwayne Wade and, and Derrick Rose. There's still that pressure of playing in Michael Jordan's shadow. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, one of the reasons why Kyrie and KD did uh, decide to ultimately join the Nets is because the New Jersey Nets have their identity. They, I mean, they played in Long Island. They played in New Jersey, Piscataway, New Jersey, played in Newark, played in East Rutherford. Uh, yeah, but the Brooklyn did. Nets are, are a hipster type of team, so they can create a whole new legacy for their names and themselves individually. That's the difference. The Knicks... Bernard King, uh, 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 Walt Clyde Frazier, all those other guys. Could you imagine uh, the pressure or the or the kind of the ridicule KD and some of those other guys would have had they decided to join the Knicks and they're still playing like they're playing now? Is KD still set out a year? KD, you're killing me. Listen, KD just went to the Warriors. There's all kind of pressure for him to come in there and fit in there. If he comes in and, and they play in, in the Garden and they win a championship, then he's king for the rest of his days. He brought New York a championship. And it's New York. Like, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I think that with the Warriors, it takes a lot of pressure off of him and wear and tear on his body by playing with a Steph, playing with a Clay, playing with a Draymond. Because if you look at that Oklahoma City Thunder team, I don't think that he can really play by himself. Um, I think certain people don't like to be the focal point. Some guys like to be one of the guys. I, I use this example, a guy who played in your, played around the time you were playing. You look at Vince Carter. Vince Carter was playing in Toronto, was the face of the Raptors. You know, obviously he went to go to his graduation and people gave him crap about it. He left Toronto, went to New Jersey, played with the Nets with Jason Kidd and Richard Jefferson, was one of the guys. Certain guys don't like to be that face from what I see. I'll defer to you because you played. But I, I, I think in that situation, um, KD kind of preserved his career by being one of the guys rather than being the guy. Everybody can't be the guy, in my opinion. Scoop B Radio. It's fascinating. Uh, it's on, if you'll indulge me. I'll make this go from bad to worse. What was your thought okay. on James... <laughs> We're talking to Brandon Scoopy Robinson here on ESPN Syracuse for a couple more minutes here uh, on the show. What was your thought on the Knicks and James Dolan banning WFAN in New York from covering their games because one of their hosts told the truth about something involving James Dolan and his relationship with Harvey Weinstein? I thought it was oh. such a shot at journalism. And I thought Maggie Gray, who's a friend of mine, she did nothing wrong. She did not need to apologize. And still, if you work for the number one sports station in New York, you can't cover that Fakakta team. Tell me why the, the Knicks don't let bygones be bygones and why no one has told Dolan to lift that ban. Because the Knicks I are mean, the Knicks. I agree um, with you. <laughs> the Knicks are the Knicks. I, I mean, I... I think at the I know guys that are are currently in the doghouse. You you look at uh, guys at the New York Daily News uh, who wrote a stride. I know somebody who who worked for the New York Daily News. I won't mention by name on your show, but what I will say is they put a story out. They wrote a story. The back page said something headline wise, and then the next day they're they're not being let known about or given emails that other 
regular beat reporters are, are, are getting about, you know, events where players are going to be at. And, you know, they were fine because of it. You know, the Knicks have a history of, of doing things like that. And I think, um, you know, when you're your own entity or when you're your own, your, your own team, I guess you could do what you want to do and face the repercussions of it. But, you know, some of the stuff that's going on with the Knicks, I wonder sometimes. There's a guy, you know, Etan is, is a bit a little older than me, respectfully, but I feel like the Knicks have been cursed ever since they traded Patrick Ewing and it's trickled down. Um, this is as a person who's a fan who became a reporter, you know, and and, and I've watched it on both sides. Um, I, I know that over the summer, or rather during the, during the season, there were questions about whether or not you know they were meeting with with certain players ahead of free agency, and then the question is, you know, is this karma for what happened? You know, there's a lot that are going on with the Knicks, and until the Knicks handle the inside. The outside is not going to be ready to receive, you know, what they bring to the table. It, it kind of it, it's it's disheartening to see that, you know, when people aren't preaching the narratives that they want to hear, you know, then they go to other tactics. It's crazy. I spoke to a, a member of the Knicks last week who told me straight up, um, you know, first class organization, but we lose all the time. You know, who wants to play like that? You know, so I, I think at the end of the day, if it don't work, you got to change some things. Is Dolan really interested in selling the team? Many people ask that question. You know, is is is, is how long is Mills going to be there and do what he needs to do? I mean, honestly, I look at that situation. I talked about Donnie Walsh again. Guy is a basketball mind. It seems like whenever people leave New York, they do better. You look at Mike D'Antoni, <laughs> Houston. You know, he almost went to the finals. It's, at some point, it's not everybody else. It's got to be you. Oh man, this is enlightening. I, I mean, I, for for a long time, I have I have disliked what has gone on over there, and I like that we're having an honest conversation in which things are coming out as facts. Brandon Scoopy Robinson, thanks so much for doing this. You're welcome anytime. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you. And next time I come to Syracuse, we gotta watch Coming to America. Oh, there you go. If he wants to be called Muhammad, well, damn it, we'll let him be called Muhammad. <laughs> Brandon Scoopy Robinson right here on ESPN Syracuse. Satan, it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was great. Always a pleasure. Scoopy Radio. Overtime. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory. But boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 